they were playing back up out under the the uh, Brittany Peninsula, and we were going across this bridge and um, over the Horn River, I think it was. And anyway, I looked down and I saw this beautiful Atlantic salmon hmm. hanging out on out on the wall outside this building down there. And I I thought, oh God, if I could just stop and go down and fish for fish like that in there, I would love to be able to fish for one of those. That was Frank Moore sharing an amazing World War II story from his very, very special life. Today we are celebrating the life of Frank Moore, a Northwest steelhead and conservation icon, as we pass our 300th episode. This is the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. Hey everyone, <clears throat> Frank Moore passed away this year at 99 years old. I had the pleasure of having Frank and Jeannie on the podcast back in 2018, and today I am re-releasing that episode to celebrate Frank's special life. Frank was a World War II veteran at uh, who stormed the beaches on D-Day, was one of the early pioneers of the conservation movement when it really wasn't a thing, and is one of the people that uh, fished on one of the most historied uh, steelhead rivers in the country, the North Umpqua. This is one of the few episodes in our 300 episode history that I was actually in person doing this interview. So I sat down with Frank at their old house. This is actually the house that tragically was lost in the big fires the last couple of years. And I connected with Frank and Jeannie. Uh, this one was super amazing. So I'm, uh, I'm happy to share this again and re-release this one. There's a creaky, uh, creaky chair. It's got the audio is, is I think good enough here. Um, but, uh, but check it out. This is episode, uh, in episode 100, we had Joan Wolf on. Episode 200, we had Lefty Cray. We had a Lefty Cray story episode. And, and today I give you episode 300. Here is Frank and Jeannie Moore. Basically, I got into fly fishing because my father was a fly fisherman back in the 1920s. And uh, when I was born, as soon as we, actually, as soon as I was hatched, I was, we were up out in the river somewhere. And uh, we, I was born in a little town of Carlton, or out of McMinnville. And yep. uh, my first, uh, we, used to, we used to spend a lot of time up on Panther Creek, which is just a little stream just west of Carlton, up mm -hmm. there in the hill. It flows into, like, the, the South Yam Hill. Yep. 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 And uh, I also fished... Uh, Back in the twenties, and with in the Yam Hill, South Yam Hill, in the north—I mean, sorry, the North Yam Hill. Yeah. I mean, up out of Yam Hill and Carlton, and up in that area. It's all—it's all wine country now up yeah. there. Yeah, and it used to be a on that on that hillside below Carlton, going west. You know, that used to be a big uh, mill endeavors out there, and they had a big uh, that huge flat area with all pond, with all. Was all a big uh, oh, like a log pond? Yeah, mill pond. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was huge. Huh? Huge. So, was, so that so that was a huge industry when you were oh, growing yeah, up in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Carlton. I mean, uh, Joe Flora had what was called the uh, Carlton Coast Railroad that went up and covered that whole area up west of Carlton with with railroad, and they bring train load after train load after all, every day logs as long yep. as this. Uh, Table, yeah, 
you know, wide and right. huge. All growth. All, all growth. One, one, one log to a flat as I car. Say, as I say, one, they call them one loaders or something one like load that. To a, one log to a flat car. Yeah. Not, not a truck, Jeez. but a railroad flat car. Wow. Some of those were just unbelievable. Are there any of those trees out here? You don't see any of them left no. at all like that. Yeah. You don't. There's a few. There's one big tree up on the mountain up here. Yeah. That uh, I don't know if you've ever been up there or not, but it, it it's a it's a huge old. There are several little big trees in that one area there. Yeah. Eight, ten foot through, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But boy, that yeah, that out of Carlton, between there and Tillamook. Or some, it's, it was probably the best tree growing area in the world. Hmm. It's out from well, from the southern Washington on the coast there, mm-hmm. on the coast range. Yep, down to oh, Salmon River. Oh yeah, from there south they started dropping off again. But that one area in there, they had some humongous yep. trees. It's a temperate. I think it's like the only temperate rainforest. Yeah, that's what they call it. Or yeah. yeah, it was amazing, amazing area. But like I say, I went. I was. Tell me about your fish, please. Huh? Oh yeah. Tell me about your first fish with your dad. Your, the big fish that you got that your dad didn't. Oh. Uh, no, like I said, uh, we'd be well, fishing. Every, well, practically every. You know, it, well, Dad had a had a had a garage in Carlton, Oregon, <laughs> and uh, but every weekend we'd travel somewhere in the state. Or, in fact, all summer, a lot of times we'd take off and just let my son, uh, his son in law, or my, my brother in law, or someone run to his business, and we'd just take off huh. and fish all over like the whole for Northwest. trout, steelhead, everything? Trout, you name it. Yeah. Mainly trout. Yeah. Dad was mainly a trout fisherman. And that was a quite an exciting life for. Huh. So he was your first uh, biggest yeah. mentor. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he built his own lines. He built his own fly lines, you know, with lenses uh-huh. and varnish and his own rods. He was a, in, in really in a, uh, quite a thinker and an inventor. He, he, uh, what, what some of the things he come up with invented originally? Well, the windshield washers. He's one. Oh, Roy. Really? Yeah, he's one. He, but I had the first wow. patent on So what did you do before those were out? Huh? Just uh, before the twenties, yeah. Before yeah, I guess you just had to wipe it off with your hand before you had those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he invented the first windshield washers and wow, all that. Yeah, and a lot of other things. He was very, very brilliant guy. Huh? Yeah. Coast where you caught the fish. What? The fish you got on the coast where you were just living. oh, yeah. I was about uh, probably. Four years old or something uh-huh. like that, and at that time there was a little bridge that went across Nesquewind. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Where you used to go across this bridge and then into the resort area yeah. there. And uh, I was fishing off that off that bridge, and I caught eighteen inch cutthroat off that bridge. With, I was fishing there with my mom, and uh, Dad was fishing up on the on the, on the trask or Nestuck or something probably, fishing for trout, and I caught. A bigger fish that day, and he did, and that I'll, I'll still remember how proud I was of that. Huh. Was that a was it a cutthroat, cutthroat or a, yeah, big old, 
see run cut cutthroats to come up Nas- the Nesquin Creek, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, that was no, there was no wooden bridge there at that time. Huh. And I still remember. What was in Nesquin? Do you remember what, what that looked like? Was it a town? Not much. Yeah. It was, a couple of buildings or something. Yeah, just a, a small little village there. Yeah. We spent a lot of time over there. Huh. On the coast. Yeah, that was actually, we were talking to Jay Nicholas. Uh-huh. That was his first fish. Mm-hmm. Or I think his first steelhead he caught was on Nesquin, too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He told a similar story. Yeah. 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 Huh. So you so you basically, you were all fly fishing. All I mean, it was your all dad was into all your life. And, yeah. and when did, so when did the transition from uh, like the Carlton and, and the whole out to here? How did all that take place? Well, after, you know, after when I, uh, yeah. my, when my dad died. In 1932, we moved over to, uh, uh, my mom married a gentleman, and we moved over to Canby. Oh, okay. And uh, I was living in a little town, a little village, not even a village, a little area, area called New Era, which is just three miles north of Canby and about five miles south of Oregon City, right where the White Road Parrot Creek comes into the mm-hmm. Willamette. And uh, after, after, uh, after my da- dad died, we moved. Mom married this guy from the Canby, and we moved over there. Hmm. So, and I'd fish Parrot Creek all the time. In fact, that's what on, on our first date. I took. Oh yeah. So 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 maybe we can tell a little bit of the history about you two now. Yeah. So that's where you met. Was was it Canby? It can be. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And on our first date, I took her down and. We fished for... No, that was the second date. Second date. date oh, the first date, right. Yeah, Came first. to the door and, yeah. and uh, I thought you were coming to talk to my dad, so he called me to come back out and say, I think he, this young man wants to talk to you or something. <laughs> and I asked, and, I asked, had to ask her dad if I could take her and go to the movies. Yeah. Nice. And I did. So we, the, ah. second, the second date, I should have known, because I came from a family that didn't do anything kind of fishing oh yeah yeah and, and he didn't we didn't catch any fish that day but we caught crawdads ah, and yeah, i well, thought it was great I yeah just had a ball little parrot creek which comes in there by nowhere uh-huh and uh one of some of the side channels of that side tributaries we caught a lot of little crawdads and that was in december that was in November fifth, and then December seventh was Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Oh wow. And so that was when it was changed. He immediately went down to. Yeah, I was already flying. I had my pilot's license. Wow. And when Pearl Harbor happened, and I knew I was going to be a fighter pilot because I was a superb athlete and twenty, no, just perfect vision. Sure. And. so I went down the day after Pearl Harbor to, to uh, enlist in the old Army Air Corps. Yeah. It's the first time I found out I was colorblind. Wow. And it broke my heart when the old flight surgeon came out and said, <laughs> I, you know, you're 90% colorblind more. I got to reject you. So I went in the Army instead. Yeah, no he kidding. Waited, he just waited for the draft. Oh, wow. Which gave us time to... For me to get, get old enough that mother let, let us get married. Oh, I see. So we were married. Oh, you were? When, when he went into in the, the service. Yeah. yeah. Went back to the Army Force School at Fort Knox, Kentucky. Uh-huh. uh-huh. 
and uh, took my train basic training there and and then went down to uh well Fort Oglethorpe for a while in Georgia and then and then uh the old Camp Stewart, Georgia. Fort Stewart now I guess it is. Did you fish any of those places? You couldn't fish. No. No. no right, the in Georgia. Fish was in, in Europe, in, in England when Yeah, I fished I fished a little bit in England when, when we went over there, you know. Oh you did? For like Atlantic salmon or no, just trout. Just trout, yeah. Well, actually, there was some Atlantic salmon in there. I yeah. saw some, but I, I was just fishing for, for the uh, browns. Uh-huh. That was a oh, lord, yeah. lord. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, there's lord. There's one, five rod or something. Yeah, this uh, one fellow that owned this manor and big property owner. He actually, I don't know why he would here. I was just a lonely little listed man. But he actually let me use one of his beautiful fly rods, hmm. and I fished on his property hmm. and for for uh, trout, browns, you know. And hmm. like I say, I, I looking back at that, that was a I can't believe that he would yeah do that. But I, he knew I loved it, you know. Yeah, I would I would go and just watch the creek and and. Watch for fish, you know. And there huh. were some browns in that little. It was just a creek about as wide as this table. Wow! But uh, there were browns in there, something like that. Huh. Huge browns in some of the deeper pools. So is that? I mean, that probably helped you keep a, a little bit of a connection to. It kept my kept well, while I was in England. It helped, helped me keep my sanity. Yeah. 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 Wow. So you were so you're in the army so now you you go from thinking that you're going to be flying planes to yep. you're on the ground like with the d-day sort of yeah uh-huh. the d-day yeah on oh, atlanta yeah. on utah beach really so the whole storm yeah. storm the beaches and that all, whole thing all the way through the whole thing no kidding yeah you know people in my generation or probably even further back would never you know i don't know i guess people see see movies but there was one saving private ryan was a uh-huh. movie that was like That's- that was the first time I had ever seen in my life because I didn't really get the history stuff uh-huh. that it took me and put me in that position. Uh-huh. Like you felt like you were that, you know what I mean? And it was, it blew me away because it kind of gives me goosebumps now just thinking about well, that you, that was you, you were yeah, out there doing that. That's right. They, they really it was followed that, the same path. Yeah. So that's pretty much what it was. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I landed on Utah beach and, and, uh, was involved with the Battle of the Bulge, the whole thing. And then uh, we were just on the outskirts of Berlin when we got pulled back over the Elbe at Magdeburg, you know, mm-hmm. let the Russians All right. come in and take that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to watch that whole thing when the Russians come in. And like I said, it was scary as heck. Wow, and I I uh, immediately sent a letter to Jeannie when I went right when the Russians came in, and I told her that we, were, after what I had seen, I expected we were going to have some problems with the Russians. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was I could not believe the inhumanity of that. Right. But I again, we in the, in the U.S. Army did not. Realized just what 
the Germans put the Russians through. Oh, yeah. When they went into Russia. Right. And uh, so they were kind of getting back yep. at the Germans. Yeah. But I talk, talk about the old term rape, pillage, and burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it. Wow. I saw it. And you saw Dachau. Yeah, and then I was one of the first ones to arrive in Dachau. Saw that. What is the, um, I mean, is there anything taken away from that whole experience that you, you know, that you took that maybe in a positive way helped you in, in your life or anything that was? Yes. Well, it, it, yeah, it, it, it made me, uh, well, what, how can I use the term to all one of you? It made me a man. I'll put it hmm. that way. And you were, how old were you when you went in? Uh, well, when I was in there about 19, mm-hmm. 19, so 19 years old and you were, and then you, and you were left. When were you done? Huh? When, when did you? Three years. Three years. Yeah, I was. Yep. I, I went right through the whole thing. Yeah, and uh, just on the, we were just on the outskirts of Berlin when we got pulled back. That's the Russian take over that area, and we were on a little place, just not a little place, but a, a, built, a town by Magdeburg, Germany, on the Elbe River. When we got pulled back to on to the west side of that and watch the Russians mm-hmm. come in. And it was scary. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I think, um, yeah, this is, I'm super interested. I, I'd love to sit here. Maybe after we're done here, we could chat a little more about some of the, the history there. I, I was hoping you could uh, maybe bring us into, I guess maybe take us to that point where you come back to the U.S., mm-hmm. And then from there, and how how does all that transition happen into into the point where you guys wind up out here? Well, we, we got, when I, I come back from the army, I uh, was living. We were living in Canby. Well, we were already married. I was married already. I mm-hmm. was living in Canby. Yeah. You were. In- yeah, I was, but we come back, and I I uh, was looking for something to do. So after I got out of the army. And, we bought a restaurant in Roseburg. Oh. Because I'd saved all his money that he sent home and, and plus whatever I earned. And we had $3,000. That was a lot of money for, then. Uh, to, to start with. And his oh. brother-in-law put in Triple money thousand. to help us so that we could uh, buy this little restaurant in Roseburg. Yeah. Huh. That was the start of our yeah. Roseburg. We didn't know a thing about no, restaurant. didn't know anything about a restaurant. Found out. <laughs> what, what made you, why a restaurant? Why not? You wanted some kind of business. Yeah. Wanted to be you wanted to work own. for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be on my own. And we had this little, very, it was, a, it was a pretty good sized restaurant. How many did we seat? About 80? Maybe? I don't know. It was what? business people. What was there. the name of it? Moore's Cafe. Well, actually, at one time it was Sullivan's Cafe, and then we changed it to Moore's Cafe. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was in downtown, so yeah, right in downtown Roseburg. It was for okay. the business people, and, yeah. yeah. And every and every was, every day, I would take off and be up here on the river somewhere. Oh, really? After and after we got through the lunch after hour, after we got through the lunch so hour, so you didn't miss a beat. So you come back from the war, and you're it's on the river. It's fishing on the river. He, knew that, river. he knew that river was there. Yeah, yeah you betcha. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you had this fellow got, that t- that taught you. Uh, about where some of the pools were, and he wouldn't let you fish first. Yeah, he, you know, a fellow named friend of mine by the name of Curly Reynolds. Uh, huh. he, he showed me the 
first one really showed me the river. Yeah. 46, 47. And, uh, uh, yeah, he, he, he wouldn't let me fish through first. He always insisted yeah. that he fished first. And he, he would show, no kidding. He'd, show, he'd say, okay, here's a run. Yeah. Here's a little rock. If you yeah. sleep, slide yeah. it next to that rock. Yeah. And he would, he would do it first and, and let me come behind him. Yeah. And after a while, I got better than he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. you just went go started going by yourself. Yeah, then, yeah. then I I would uh, come up and and I I got so adept in a hurry that uh, I was catching tons of steelhead. I mean, every time I'd catch, every time I'd come up, I'd catch fish, and even when they weren't being many being caught, and Phil that had the old North Lodge, Clarence Gordon, and is that the is that what is steam became steamboat? Well, no, it, the lodge was on the other side. Oh, across the river. Yeah, it was on the other side. Gotcha. And uh, but Clarence, he, uh, I was I, I was fishing in front of his guest a lot, you know. Oh yeah. So he he hired me to to help. Oh. Take care of his guest. To, so to guide. Would, yeah. So I, I wouldn't get in the, get in the road. I think. More so than so was that your <laughs> first guiding? Yes. Yeah. 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 And so I did and. Met some really truly wonderful people that wound up helping us immeasurably when had a chance to uh, buy Clarence out. You know, mm-hmm. well, what we bought was the store that he yeah. made uh, out on the river because they just they, Clarence had built this where the steamboat inn is now. Yeah, Clarence had built a little. Well, in fact, there's a picture oh, of it. By so, the front door. Yeah, oh, by okay. the front door. There's a picture of it. The day we took over. Yeah, okay. and. Uh, yeah, we had a very interesting experience starting that. And Jeannie, Jeannie had to do all the work, and I had all the fun. I'd, I'd go oh, fishing. Exactly right. So the other side, so you have the current um, lodge now. That was the store. Then the other side was the lodge. The old North Park Lodge is on the other side. But, gotcha. but he had closed that down because of the power company building the dams. Oh, oh, right. Okay. So he had closed it down because he couldn't predict what was going to happen. I see. But the I river see. would get muddy and, you know, yeah. and oh, okay. you couldn't have people come from all over the world. And Right. And what year was this? In 47. 40, 40, so 47. 47. So this is when you started to see some effects from... Logging. Human logging and, and well, road building. Originally, it was building the dams. Yeah, and road building and yeah. things like that. And then they started building the dams, building roads up the creeks. You know, and yeah. That's when it got bad when yeah. they started. Going and this is the dam. The there's like steamboat. There's the dam that's still there, uh, about six miles up at the campground, or not a dam, but a there's a fish ladder. Oh, there's a ladder. There's a ladder. ladder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That ladder up. Uh, just about steelhead quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So you basically so so now you're in it. So you've got this place, and you still have the place in Roseburg, the restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We but we sold sold it right away. Oh, okay. Well, we we had it. Well, we, well, we we had it that summer. Well, we tried. We tried to run it that summer, and we just found out that it was too much, too far separated to try to do. Gotcha. So we, in other words, the helper helping helping themselves. Oh, really? Right. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're too spread out. Yeah. yeah. So then you focus and said, "Okay, let's sell that and put it all here." And then right. did you? Then did you move up here? To yeah. Oh, well, we were already moving. Oh, you were already. Yeah. Oh, okay. And in, was this at this location? No, or no, no. Steamboat. Steamboat. Gotcha. Okay. We lived right in the building. Huh. 
and he uh, felt there was a fellow that was working on the road that left uh, his uh, equipment sitting there, and he told you he had a D8 cap. Hmm. Yeah, and so that Frank took it down and cleared out a spot for some. I didn't know where he's going to put a cabin, but that, hmm. he had it figured out. Yeah, he cleared out a space and built four cabins that summer. That's right. That's right. Wow. So and then, so slowly over time, you basically that became the steamboat mm -hmm. inn, and that was yeah. Your, that by the by the time that summer was over, it was steamboat. It inn. was okay, and yeah. you guys were all in there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that was in forty, the, or what was the year of that when it first came? That was nineteen fifty-seven. Fifty-seven, yeah, because it was fifty-seven. You guys had that for eighteen years, up to seventy-five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what was the in seventy-five? What uh, why did you guys sell, or how that all? We had we had lost a daughter in nineteen seventy, oh. and and when the, after that happened, uh, it it just made a difference for me, just to still be there, I guess. Mm -hmm. And we had this property. We were we had to put some houses on it for rentals and so forth, and and um, we just decided to build a place and and when he. That's Originally, this was the location of the old Thunder Mountain Lodge. Lodge, mm -hmm. and and had had uh, a road going down off of this road. This this was the road at that time. Okay, and he had a road going down about where the, the gate is down there now, and had had some uh, tent frames around that corner. That's where the old original. Oh, I see. Lodge was up here. He, he really didn't get to run it. For, no, no. He hmm. just got it started. And the first year he got it started, here come the road and hmm. wiped out what he had to put oh, in okay. down there. They, wow. they, they just, uh, yeah, he, did, he, he had no choice. Yeah. So basically we have the whole, the history. I mean, there's a lot more to it. I know than that as far as everything. But you've got the steamboat you guys are going, then you eventually sell it. I, I would like to get a little more into just on like fishing. Because a lot of the people that listen to this, they always love to, I, I know they'd love to hear about how you have caught fish over the years on the North Umpqua. Any time that our guests caught a fish for dinner, and Frank, I'd say that's not enough fish, Frank, for everybody. So Frank could go out to my pool and get another fish. That's right. Bring it in. <laughs> and your pool is just. Not my pool. My pool was actually his pool. Oh, okay. It wasn't. Oh, really? That's that's so funny because we talked a little bit about my yeah. dad. Yeah. My mom's name is Marsha, uh -huh. and on the Deschutes, there's a run called Marsha's Drift, uh -huh. and it was the same sort of thing where she she used to go out there and she uh, fished spoons mm -hmm. on the Deschutes, but she caught way more fish than anybody, yeah. and so that was her her drift, and it's still no, still was the one that went out to yeah. up to it was up there near the uh, the Mont Bridge. So. Oh, okay. Up there, in that area. Yeah. He never told anybody where it was. He'd just go get his the fish. And yeah, I could hook a fish. In it. <laughs> so, what was it? To, so, explain how you would get into a fish. I mean, what was the, any tips or secrets, or you just go out there? I mean, would you well, put on I a just, special fly, or I just I had this one place there that fish would stack up, and nobody else knew they were there. Uh huh. And so they were never bothered. So. And they're stacking up like in the ledges, or yeah, right against the ledges, yeah. holding in there. And I'd go up there and make one cast usually and have a fish. And what was the cat? Like a long cast or a short? No, no. About, really? You, like yeah. 15 feet or something? But the most, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How many spots out there on this river now are, are There's still? There's actually quite a few, but most little, people don't realize. Yeah. 
most people, in fact, some a lot of the people today will actually spook the fish. That's right. That's right. They will actually Which is spook them. Kind of good, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but that that is a that's a good tip that when yeah. you come up, don't just walk up to the. You might have a fish sitting right out in front right of you, front and, of and, and you so you bet. would get up and like sneak up. I would. You bet. I like would. on your hands and knees. You bet. Yeah. You know, on our twenty fifth anniversary, when you were teaching me how to uh-huh. fly fish for seriously, for for steelhead, that's just what I did. I was mm. I didn't see the fish until I got out and was walking along the side of the road, and you. You were fishing the area, and there went that fish, and it was right there. She, for I just time, she realized there would be a fish there, see? Yeah, <laughs> I just, and then that's, that's when I realized that, uh, you know, there's a fish there. I yeah. don't have to think there's no fish. There is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Romer Gray was uh, Lynn Gray's son. Oh, yeah. He was the most stealth fisherman I've ever seen in my yeah. life. He, he, he would sneak up. On the on the pool, you know, crawling, just crawling. No kidding. Oh yeah, he was something else all the time. So you, so you weren't necessarily catching all of these fish in like the tail out. You were catching some of them right in off oh, tight in. Yeah, a lot of spots were in little yeah. pockets, you know, and things like that. Right. And that's one thing Romer taught me, boy. Mm. Romer and Lauren, both sons, uh, stayed with us quite a bit uh-huh. in the days. Oh, okay. Uh, people. Jack Hemingway. Hmm. No kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jack Jack was a superb fisherman. Jack Hemingway. He's the one that first introduced the spay rod to. Yeah. To, okay. To, to yeah. So that was it. So that was the first spay on this river. Yeah. So far as we know, yeah. that was the first. And that, and and to date, have you ever uh, cast a, a spay rod? No. So yeah. you know, never. Yeah. So what was the what was the biggest reason why you never never got into it? They're a pain in the butt. Yeah, all that length you don't need it. I can I can throw I can throw a single handed as far as they can throw those things. So yep, yeah. So why use them? This is I can't wait to share this episode with my dad because yeah. he's he he sees eye to eye with you yeah. on this and he he never got into the spay well, either. It, <clears throat> you you know it you don't you don't cast a spay rod you throw it yeah you, yeah and there's a difference exactly you kind of. Yeah, huck it or yeah, shoot it. it, it, yeah. it, it, it you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not quite the word, yeah. maybe. But it, so, what do you think out here? So, you have your single handed rod all these years. You've caught lots of fish. I mean, what do you think? You, know, you hear people talk about it's a real challenging river to fish. Is it just the waiting? Is that the biggest thing? Well, that's a lot of it. Yes, <laughs> and and the way the bedrock formations, mm-hmm. and there's still you know there's. Very few left now. The last few years, people have <clears throat> have finally started really discovering some of the little pockets that, that yeah. I, most of them never knew before. Right. But all of a sudden, you'll like I'll go down and I'll go, oh no, and let it found that one now. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But for years, a lot of my I, all I had to do was go down and make one cast, and I yeah I could find a fish. No kidding. Yeah. And are the fish? Do you think they're they're extra spooky here. I mean, have you? Do you go with really long leaders? And I don't. I don't know. Okay. nine foot. Yep, just pretty normal. That's all you need. Uh huh. And and the fish. So the wading's tough. The river's pretty clear no. most of the time. So you, you, the fish are a little spooky, but nothing different than any other summer no, steelhead. No. Yeah. Okay. You know, main thing is just to get a good drift. 
Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's and, and we talked about that a little bit off air is the, the mending. You're right, mending. And to me, these guys using weighted flies and stuff, it just, yeah. It, you know, it, can you use weighted flies? Oh, yeah. Oh, you can use weighted yeah. flies. And, and or, certain times of the year. Yeah. Yeah, but there's certain times where you can't. There's certain times yeah. you're not yeah. supposed to. Yeah. Like from the 1st of July to yeah. September. But you yeah. think with summer steelhead, and I guess we're talking summers here, right. that, I mean, well, I mean, I guess it's just in my experience, you're fishing flies on the top or, well, even riffle dry. hitching and dry. Yeah. So why would you want to get down? Because you stand a lot more ch- better chance of hooking a fish. You will. So that's it. Oh, yeah. Just getting down to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Getting down to them. Like I said, I just never have gone to the weighted stuff, mm-hmm. except in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And then I won't use some of the stuff that they use because, yeah, yeah that's dangerous. It's <laughs> right. in the back of the head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't really need it, you know. Yeah. You can catch fish without it. You won't, might not catch quite as many, but what the heck. Huh. It shouldn't be, to me anyway, a, a steelhead fishing on a river like this, is it's a... It's a real gift to be able to do it, mm-hmm. That's and ex- yep. you know, and to do it, make it like a well. If I may use that crazy term, it's like going to a whorehouse. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's down and dirty. That's right. That's I was going to say the same thing that yeah. on the Deschutes again. That's where I've done most of my summer steelhead. Mm-hmm. You see some guys out there because you you can use weight and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Oh, You'll yeah. see guys out there nymphing. Yeah. And it's always like, I always nipping. think, nipping. Yeah, like yeah, but it's not nip. It's like some of them will use a pound of lead. Oh, yeah, yeah. The things are hucking out. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. But I always wonder, I'm thinking like, you know, all this time, it's such a great river for uh-huh. s- swinging. Why why not yeah. stay on the surface? Did you ever know or hear of a guy named Bill Howland? Mm, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah he, he lived name. right there by Moppin. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah, he, uh, he, he used to have that. I'd have a place up on the hillside right above that run above Moffin there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, I think uh, Lane Trees Riffle is yeah. what we used to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to go there and fish with him a lot on that. Spot. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. He was a superb fisherman. Yeah. He was really good. Huh. Wow. So the, so with, so you fished a lot of your stuff, not much down. Did you get into the, the surface dries too much? Oh, I, yeah. I love dry fly oh, yeah. fishing for steelhead. Yeah. So when would you pull those out? When, when versus like fishing a little, just a wet fly? Huh? When would you go for the dries versus just a normal wet fly? It's same time. Yeah. All, all year. So right. Summertime yeah. right now, yeah. August, all September. Yeah. yeah. Up, up, usually up till the water got down into say in the forties. Mm-hmm. Anything, anything above from oh, 45 up. Okay. Yeah. So right now you could go out oh, there. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is ideal right now. Okay. And when you're doing that, do you just just tie it on and use a dry line and just swing yeah. just like yeah. you would normally? Well, mend, you know. And make your mend, yeah. Mend them. And, uh-huh. And you just want to get that, yeah. that wake. Yeah. Just have it come across nice and smooth. And what's that? What? How does that, for somebody that's never caught one on a dry what is that whole, what does it look like? What does it feel like when that fish takes versus a wet fly? Well, it's actually normal wet fly drift. There's very little because a lot of times on the wet fly, you know, it's, it's down below your angle down like it yeah. on the hit and they'll come up and just, they'll hammer it anyway. Hammer it. 
yeah. and, uh, turn over the top and take it right. down. Same same thing you do on same a dry thing. fly. Except a lot of times on dry fly, if I'm fishing a regular dry, I'll be casting up upstream, you know, right like this. Oh, really? Yeah, and then let just have it come fairly close to me. Okay. So a lot of times, you know, and just let it float down. You'll see them come up, slide up underneath it right in front of you. No kidding. Yeah. And you're doing like a, will you do a downstream mend to try to speed Yeah, just take them, cast up like that, you know, and yeah. then kind of just give them a little yeah. flip mend like that. Huh. And you'll just kind of. Wow. And so these fish, so you're so like right there, mm-hmm. a fish will take, and, and that's mm-hmm. a fish that you've kind of snuck up so it doesn't it's see right. you. Right, know. stayed real low yeah. so you don't spook And them. when you're, again, back to that low, so are you casting like on yeah. your low casting, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah usually, if like say I'm casting like that, it'd be a, up. Okay. Down. So, what do you think if you had to say over the years percentage of fish that you've caught thirty feet or less versus more than thirty feet? Well, it all depends on the time of year. Okay, say summer. Say this time of year. Summertime. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, it's hard to say. Right. You've caught so many fish, you <laughs> get rid of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, but you've got a lot. You've got a lot both ways, right oh, out front bet, and right you out. Bet, you yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah. Winter time, of course, you got usually have to make a longer cast, <clears throat> but uh, to get to some of the spots because you can't wade the places. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you've got to cast further. Okay, <clears throat> but hmm. but it's it's not that even then even in the winter time it's not that difficult. A lot of places you'll. A fairly short cast. Okay. When you had the um, the steamboat for eighteen years, you were you guided most of that time, and then did you guide after? And and what do you think? In all the guiding time, was the hardest thing about guiding? Uh, I don't think there was anything really tough about guiding. I hmm. it, the uh, personalities of people. Yeah, was probably the most sure. difficult. It was part of the. Part of the whole thing is that people stayed with you, that you would take them. Yeah. Well, oh, that was just, everybody knew that was the deal. Yeah. yeah. I stayed at the end. Well, I'd take them out, you know. Yeah. No, oh, no kidding. No it, it yeah. Oh, wow. It, it was, yeah. They weren't charged for it. Oh, that's great. So, wow. They, and we had people come from all over the world, you know. Oh, of course. So, so it was pretty, you knew most years in and out. I mean, the run's probably went up and down then as well, but you would get fish. You weren't oh, too yeah, worried about yeah. catching fish. Well, I, you know, I fished every, practically every day and I, yeah. I knew every flow of the river where they'd be and yeah. how to get to them. And what do you think was a, you know, if you go out in the morning for a morning, and are you fishing mostly just when the sun's not on the water? Usually I'd usually fish up till the time the sun come up. And then you went, okay. And then you I'd go in and have breakfast. Have breakfast. And then, so you wouldn't fish too often when the sun's on the water. No, I did a lot of it. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. And would you fish it any, any differently than you would? Uh, no, well, I, you know, a lot of times I would fish upstream. Yeah. And, you know, they'll make a little upstream cast. Yeah. Because I knew exactly right where every fish, practically every fish in the river was. Uh-huh. That time I was, I knew wow. where every fish was holding. And I knew just how to. You knew every little. Nuance of how to get it. Yeah. Hook a fish, you know, in different places. Wow. That's a lot of times I'd fit hook tons of fish close from here to yeah. there, you know. Yeah. So what was back in the day, do you think was a good, um, like a good morning fishing? Oh, gosh, I don't know. If you, if any time, if you could hook two or three, yep. two or three fish, you you, didn't, you were You're doing feeling well. good. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
Then, of course, there were some days where you couldn't miss. <laughs> some days you couldn't catch. Uh, That's true. And some, and some days you couldn't catch. Yeah. What were, what were those days when you had uh, when you couldn't catch? If you had a uh, client or somebody, was it Jack Deesis? Oh, yeah. Jack would, would go what nuts, but most, <laughs> most people most people uh, appreciated. Yeah, just being here on this river. This is a That's beautiful right. river. That's I mean, it. most people appreciated that. trees. Well, the bother yeah. Jack was the fact that uh, other people were catching fish and yeah. he wasn't. Oh, that's always tough. That's <laughs> he, yeah. He was a superb fisherman, most methodical fisherman ever. He was a chemistry professor at Oregon State. Oh, okay. And he was one of the brilliant man. He was a brilliant man. He could have. Every university in the world wanted him to be there. No kidding. And he stayed at Oregon State because of the Northumberland. Wow. Theater. There you go. And he would he would sneak out there, and it, it was interesting to watch him. He he was the most. Huh. He wasn't the best caster in the world. Yeah. But boy, he could sure he sure knew this river, and that was it. He knew it so well. He knew it. Same thing. He he'd get within ten feet of a fish. Oh, you bet. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he was a superb fisherman. Huh. D-E-C-I-U-S, Jack Dishes. Okay. And he was, a, like I say, he was one of the leading chem uh, professors in the chemistry side in the whole world. Uh-huh. He stayed at Oregon State just for that. No kidding. The first time I met him huh. was in 1949, and uh, he had this big... At the old had, lodge. Yeah, at the old lodge, no Northern Quill Lodge. He had this big hat on, and it was the most hair I've ever seen any man blow that hat. Yeah. And I went home that night, and I said, Jeannie, I just saw the man, a man, met a man with the heaviest head of hair I have ever seen. <laughs> the next time I saw Jack, he took his hat off, and he didn't have a bit hair up. No kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so he had hair. It was just, yeah, it was just all hair. down below the ears. That was funny. You know? Oh, man. I mean, it was on the bottom end of the head. It wasn't any up on top. Gotcha. So he had like an afro yeah. at the lower yeah, end of yeah. his. Yeah. <laughs> we still have a, a tie to him because his son rents one of our houses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's our mailman. Oh, no yeah. kidding. There you go. Yeah, that was interesting. Huh. So you mentioned a couple of, uh, I guess, mentors over the year. Is there anybody that were people that were mentors for you we haven't talked about? Uh, I, I mentioned Curly Reynolds. Uh, oh, Curly. Uh, Colonel Hayden. Yeah, well, Colonel. Colonel Hayden is the reason we visited. Well, Colonel, yeah. Hayden, Colonel Hayden's the one that loaned us the money to start the end. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And uh, he was a, he was a uh, retired military man who taught uh, military science at uh, Cal Berkeley. Oh, and wow. he, he would uh, come up every summer and stay up for a few weeks and, and fish. Yeah. Oh gosh, he come and back. He was, a, back at, he was there more than anybody. And he huh. come up, stayed up when we and when we started the end. Well, he was there all the time. And he, uh, and he, at the end of the season, he would write us a note about how we could improve. What we no kidding. Do. Yes. Typical, typical army. Yeah. Colonel. All right. Exactly. <laughs> However, uh, his family, all of his family, got the same kind of. That's right. Wow. So, yeah. man, so people from all over the world, Yeah. did you see people up here oh, coming yeah. in? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah we did. And what, what do you think? I mean, I, I just know being here, I mean, it is, it's amazing. It's spectacular. Mm -hmm. It's got steel. I mean, what do you think? Is there something that makes it so special? Anything that we. Well, it, it's a, you know, the nearest river to this, in my judgment, is the Locksaw in Idaho. Oh, yeah. Happened on the Locksaw. The Locksaw is a nerve. Yeah. It's 
kind of a like we're in a canyon, right? Yeah, we're in a pretty steep canyon, and and, and the fish the same way, you know. And yeah, Laxo had some marvelous steelhead on. Oh yeah, it did. We don't know what it's like yeah, now. Right. Yeah, I, I, fish. I used to be over there every every year. Oh no kidding! Yeah, I used to love to go over there every summer. And oh wow, fish it a little bit. Yeah, I had that terrible to leave this river, but it was interesting to go and fish. Sure, fish that too, uh-huh. and I'd fish it the same way, and I. Able to catch fish from a lot that other people wouldn't. You know? Yeah, that is tough to leave your home river. I have that same challenge. Yeah. It's just like being here now. Yeah, I feel like, oh man, you just want to keep fishing. Yeah, you know, it's like somebody's. <laughs> you know, I just have that same thing. I know what you yeah. mean. So, do you? I was I was out there this morning and I had a couple. I had one that I would say, you know, like you talk about. We always talk grabs, tips, taps, mm-hmm. stuff like this from fish and. and you know, when you get a summer steelhead that gets today, I had the kind of grab. Uh-huh. I mean, it was like a, a solid. Right. It felt like a steelhead, but I also caught a bunch of fish that were, you know, some smolts and some smaller mm-hmm. fish that were tipping it, and some were on. Mm-hmm. Do you have you always seen that with the with fish that you're gonna, or can you tell when you get that touch? Oh yeah, usually. Well, yeah, and uh, most of the time, your steelhead is going to be in a different spot than what. Oh. There you go. Your trout are. There you go. So if you're catching trout, maybe you should be in a good yeah, spot. Might not spot. be quite in the right spot. There you go. That's a that's a good yeah. uh, a good tip for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh huh. At least that's what I've found. Yeah. Yeah. Because the steelhead might be more down in a in, slot or in a yeah, deeper. Yeah, a little bit heavier. Yep, heavier, heavier right? Flow. A little more protected. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. What do you think when you look back? And I'm not even sure when you were, uh, if you, you know, you're 25. I ask this question occasionally. Uh, you know, you're when you were 25. Is there any um, uh, words of advice you would give yourself like, looking back at that person? I'm not sure. What, 25. Were you guys married? Yeah. Oh, we were married. I'm 17. Oh, oh, you were married. Oh, right. The war. Yeah, you were married before. So yeah. 25. So you're back from the war. Yeah, yeah, he came back from the war. So you're back, and you'd already purchased. The restaurant. The restaurant in Roseburg, and, yeah. And yeah. he had uh, he had that little son that that he was just so delighted with. Yeah, you know, he had a breakdown. He had a he had a breakdown that that summer that he that our boy was uh, a little over a year old. And uh, we ended up letting his brother in law run the business and we went down to his our uh, his friends his his cousin's farm and um and we were there the whole summer and we would go up in the mountains Mm. up on the road Mm -hmm. upper road and and little frankie which is this little thing he'd pick up a stick and try to do what his daddy was doing you know he'd emulate me you know oh yeah casting that stick yeah so we get we the first time we that we leave there uh he finds a a metal fly rod in a store there in medford where Little, and little, that Frankie little, had his first fly rod. No kidding. Yes. And How old was he? He was uh, uh, he was about fifteen months right there. Holy cow! Yeah, you know, he uh, Frank had a nervous. He had a breakdown there. He had heat heat stroke, oh. and uh, he had Frankie out with him to round up the cattle when it hit him, and uh, he uh, actually crawled back to the house. Jeez! And little Frankie walking beside him. Yeah. No kidding. To get back. Oh wow! Yeah, Valley, out yeah. of Medford. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, Frankie was our fishing fishing boy. I'll yeah. tell you, he yeah. really was. Wow! Yeah. So I was just thinking, um, as far as we talked a little bit at the start about um, kind of the war 
and uh, some of the stuff, you know, that whole part of your life. Mending the Line, the movie, which I think is coming out, um, or, or it's a documentary on your, maybe you can talk a little bit about Oh, it's been out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you can talk about how, um, what that's about or what story, what is the story there? What would you say? Basically about our life. It's about you're going back to uh, Normandy, uh, Europe. Actually to uh, Normandy, to to the stream that you saw in World War II. Mm Mm-hmm. And had seen this fish hanging on the on this building, and uh, he just, the thought just went through his head. Oh boy! Was, we like were the fish there. chasing the Germans, you know. Yeah, yeah. and we're going, they they were pulling back up out onto the the uh, Brittany Peninsula, mm-hmm. and we were going across this bridge and um, over the Horn River, I think it was. And anyway, I looked down and I saw this beautiful Atlantic salmon. Hmm. Hanging out on out on the wall outside this building down there, and I, I thought, oh God, if I could just stop and go down and fish for fish like that, in there, I would love to be able to fish for one of those. Yeah, and that's why I went back over after you know that for a while when I went that back to Normandy. That's why I went back to there and was able to. Uh, well, these, yeah. this, these fish. young kids that had come had come up and done a fly fishing thing of Frank on the river here. Um, asked him at the end of that time, said, Frank, what would you like to do if you had a chance to do something different with your life at this point? And and Frank said, he, he said, I would really like to go back to Normandy and try to fish that stream. Catch some shame huh. of that stream. So that's it. And that, and was, the, that was how the story started. They, they put it all together. Wow. And, and did the yep. film. They filmed everything. And yeah. we went over there for how long? It was a very popular thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I hooked a few fish. Oh, you did. Yeah. Fishing the same mm-hmm. sort of technique. Well, he, 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 did, he didn't get to hook too many because they they were more interested oh, in yeah. where what, frustrating. What the, what, the oh. uh, what it looked like for the camera, sure. than yeah. rather yeah. than whether whether the fish there or not. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> but I I went along with them. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's good. So. Uh, I was noticing out on the road. I mean, this is a this is a highway. Yes, this is this down is not. Below. Yeah, down below. Yeah, we have a, a highway. I'm not even sure the, the highway number, or whatever. But it's 138. Okay, it's one. Oh, that's right. 138. 138 east. 138 east. So I noticed as I was fishing, there's a lot of logging trucks. Oh, yeah. coming yeah. out, but not like they used to be. Not like they used to be. Yeah. They used to be ten times. More. Really, ten times more. Uh, yeah. And there hasn't been. Uh, for a while, this summer, they were really stopped because everything was so dry. And oh, hot, they had to know? stop. That's right. Yeah. So now that they've got a chance. They're, yeah, they're going. They're that's going. what it is. Yeah. They're up. Yeah, they're doing more and more. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to touch just briefly because I think it is a, a big part of kind of some of the stuff you've done. And we we're um, the uh, maybe we could talk just briefly about the the, the Pass Creek. That, that another movie, right? Yeah. Another documentary. Mm-hmm. Another film that was. Back in the sixties, right? Early sixties, late sixties, somewhere in there. Sixty-six, sixty-seven. Well, that was when the, it got. Yeah, but what you started, early sixties, uh, starting the record of of the because he right yeah. on the logging was changing it, the uh, level, yeah. the level, you know, the water right. coming into from the streams, Muddy Patton and, Creek yeah, and yeah. Susan Creek. They were they were. Yep. I mean. Um, 
Seaboat for Seaboat, right. Just hot. It was hot. Huh. And, uh, and one, one temperature went from so he, average he of every darn day. 57 up to 80, 85. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He'd go and, and, and <laughs> take temperatures. Um, all these little places where they were logging and everything. And because they, this PLM was the one that really got oh, it. Oh, and it was more than that. Yeah. That was because they had this spot they'd really. Sure. Screwed up. Tore it up. Yep. And uh, it it, uh, it 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 really it just well the other thing he did was when they finished the film this man you know he could fly he he had right. he had a we had a small plane yeah. in Roseburg uh -huh. and and he would take that plane and he would fly wherever that all over the, the United BLM States. was all over mostly over Oregon though. Well, honey, Oregon and Montana, Montana Idaho, Idaho. No and kidding. So forth. All, all over and and, and he would be in the audience when they brought <laughs> out the film, and yeah. and he would just make them look like fools. Yeah. And oh, and the film. So basically, basically, the film was a film were, showing the all a, the habitat destruction. Right, right, and the BLM would would try to contribute that. Yeah, thing. and then you would be there. I'd be in the audience. Yep. Right. And then I would just yeah, shoot them yeah. down. You'd jump out and yeah, right. <laughs> so tell the other really, side really, of the story. I, I flew all over the whole country. No kidding. I had, yeah. a, I wow. had a Piper Comanche, you know, good, beautiful airplane. Yeah, yep. up in, in yeah. actually Washington, D.C. Wow. To, to uh, talk to Congressional hearing. Yep. Yeah. So you were uh, – you know, a conservationist when conservation wasn't a big, wasn't even a word, much right, of a word, right. right? Yeah. Well, these fellas took that on to do that film. It was really interesting because they they were set to do, go do some film up in uh, in Canada or Canada. something, and and it, it followed through. And Frank said, "Well, look, guys, I, this is this needs attention." Yeah. And oh, really? Uh, and so nobody uh, knew about this. Yeah. So they they. Just start. Well, I, tried, I was trying to show people what what was happening, but it, it, it takes something like that. Yeah, but, um, these guys were professional movie movie people sure. from Los Angeles. Yep, and they came up and I San Francisco hey, actually. You yeah. want to want to take you on? I want you to make a film, right? And that's where that mending the line came from. Okay, and it was that film that, yeah. that did it because it, it really it, changed it, things. It just it just showed so. Just so the bleakness of what yeah. they were doing. Yeah. You know? Did you see when that was going on? Uh, you know, direct like steelhead runs and effects of. Oh yes. Yeah. No, no question. You saw. Well, you couldn't. It was so muddy you couldn't fish because. Well, yeah. <laughs> even when that. it wasn't muddy, though, they would wipe out the gravel bars and all. Oh yeah. Oh right, because all the yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yes. but the, yeah, what they were doing was just changing the whole makeup of the stream. Of the stream, yeah. yeah. The, 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 right. the, run right through the middle of the stream with the cat, you know. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them out. Well, and that was, I think, yeah, that's that's been done all they, over the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. stupidity. Yeah, survive anything. They could they could do it and do it right, wow. and and not hurt anything. Yeah, and that's why I tried to point out. I see. And uh, we 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 finally got that across. Yeah, and now I think uh, it's. I'm not sure what the name of the bill is, but there's a bill in Congress. The the more foundation i'm not sure the exact oh, name sanctuary sanctuary, sanctuary. sanctuary. They, that's yeah. that's it but it's 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 on hold until something changes sure but there is this there is this thing out there all oh, right yeah because of the politics right but there is this bill and i know there's yes. people that are still pushing to right. get this done which mm -hmm. would set aside a large chunk of land all, yeah complete, um, that whole drainage the whole drainage but yep mm -hmm. 
would basically pr protect yeah. that for yeah. for uh, forever. Perpetuity. Wow. Yeah, because there is that. You know, you'd, you'd still be able to log it. Yeah. But you'd have to do it with yeah. extreme care. So and, and and take other resources other than the timber and, and consideration. Yep. Yeah, was that how did it was it? Did it feel like? Um, well, he was off running to do oh, this, right. and running to do that. You know, somebody had to stay and run the place. That's right. <laughs> oh wow! So you're out here doing all this conservation yeah. stuff, and you're running the whole. Well, right. And That's so while you're doing going. this, so so are you also out there guiding the the fishermen no, too? No, <laughs> no guiding. All right. No. So basically, during that time, the people yeah. that were coming up here didn't have a guide. Well, actually, Frankie that's when they started the Steve, the Steve Builders Group and yeah, all right. that because. Uh, it, but our son was a, was and is just a superb fisherman. Oh, really? Frankie. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. He was but Frankie great. was, well, how old was he that time he took Lauren out? 12 or something? Yeah. Uh, something like that. 10 or 12. And and you you, you, you sent him out with yeah, Lauren, Lauren because you Gray's were busy. Son. Oh yeah, he went out with Lauren Gray and and he and, 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 and Frankie out fish. Lauren. Well, Lauren went through the water and he didn't catch anything, yeah. and Frankie came, came in back behind him and caught something. Caught fish. No Lauren kidding. was so on. Uh, <laughs> he I was can't tell really you. tickled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you know, he said that this kid had no manners all right. <laughs> at all. And Frank said, "Well, what did you say?" Well, Lauren, I just said, "Lauren, I said yeah. he is just a kid, but he's a damn good fisherman." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because Lauren, you know, Lauren thought he was one of the best. Well, Lauren was a good fisherman. He was a good fisherman. Yeah. yeah. Frank outfished him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is. Wow. So there's, I mean, there's some big. I mean, in your life, the, this conservation piece. Mm -hmm. The river, I mean, all the time. Mean, is when you look back, you know, say, look out fifty, hundred years from now, and you look back, is there something you would you would want to, you know, you'd want you guys to be remembered for? Anything well, just, special? Yeah, really, the thing we would be wonderful to think that this river was still, still there, here, mm -hmm. still there, and, and, and producing fish. You can still catch steelhead. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and. And other things too, you know, that, that yeah. even the little cutthroat and everything else in the stream is very, yeah. it, to me, is very, very important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the forest too. And the forest too, yeah. But you and it, you can log and do it correctly; it won't screw things up. That's mm -hmm. basically, yeah. I, I I meant that already. Yeah. No, there's ways to do yeah, it for do sure. It, do it right. Yeah. And there'd be all the resources can be utilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you have, I always ask uh, all my guests as far as flies. I'm not sure if you're into like the, some names. Do you have a, a name of a fly you could send out to everybody or a fly you love to catch a fish on? Or maybe you've caught a lot of fish on? Well, yeah, but, but my. Well, yeah, but that's the one that got put on the. Yeah, but the muddler? Ugly muddler. Yeah, the ugly muddler. Oh, the ugly muddler. Mm. Yeah, but basically the old skunk fly was. Oh, the yeah. green butt skunk. skunk. Uh, oh, no, no not no, the green butt, the skunk. Just that the green skunk. butt is just a bunch of hogwash. Yeah. <laughs> So you don't like the green butt? Well, it it's all right, but you, it's all right. It it just when it was Dan's, it was Dan Callahan's creation. Oh, it was yeah, the yeah. green butt is Dan Callahan's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he was and what was Dan Callahan again? He was he, he, would, he well, was, he was an attorney from Salem. Okay, and 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 uh, just, he, he, he was on on the Fish and Wildlife Commission with me. Oh, I see. And, uh, and superb, he, he was, Dan was a superb fisherman and photographer. And photographer. And photographer. No kidding. Yeah, he took yeah we've got a lot of pictures. Oh, no kidding. Oh, they are. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And some of the pictures I noticed in the steamboat, there yeah, were some. Dance. I saw his name, some dance. Yeah. yeah. Dance. Okay. Dance. 
Wow. Yeah. So the skunk. So you like a black, uh, a white wing, right? The, yeah, the white wing. It's got yeah. a white wing. That's the old skunk. That's the old skunk. Yeah. A little red tail. Yeah, red tail and, and uh-huh. black body and silver. Silver. silver okay. Tail. So that's your that's your uh, go-to wet yeah. fly. That, that's one I always use. Yep. I like black, too. And it's too. Just, just as good as any of them. So do you think a, yeah, I mean, a purple fly, black fly, Roy, doesn't, make it doesn't matter. Get in front of the. Yeah, get it, the main thing is get him and get him in front of the and yeah. present it right. You know, if somebody was coming out here for their first time and you just had to tell them a little tip about maybe finding a fish to get their first fish in this river, what would you tell them? Find a rapids, the fast water. Go above that fast water and find if you can find a rock or a ledge. And uh, a lot of times the fish will hold against that ledge where there'd be a little bit of break in the current or in front of a rock or, or ledge side. or whatever. Maybe. And, and in front being like maybe upstream of a upstream rock. Upstream of a rock upstream or a ledge rock. or something yep. like that. Because they're on that. There's, there's, a, there's a break in the current right there. Mm-hmm. And they'll hold right in that soft spot. Yep. So, and usually they, they don't like that heavy current. And they'll they'll find that soft spot every time. When you're using a uh, when you're out there swinging and you got your nine foot leader and then your fly line, uh-huh. how do you know to judge where your fly is to make sure it's going? You can see it. You see it. Oh, you can see your. Usually, yeah. You yeah. See, and you can also follow the line. No, yeah. if you, say if you got 100, 115, 120 feet out, follow the end of that line. You know, it's right uh-huh. there somewhere. It's somewhere, yeah. 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 So you don't have to be exact, but just get in the general. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Is there a uh, is there a fish um, out of all the years? Any uh, a memorable story? Anything that comes to mind? That, or one fish, maybe a, a big fish, one that. What about that one that uh, right up at the Boulder uh, Street that, that you went. Oh and, yeah, that was there all summer. All, all and you summer. kept trying to catch it. There's one one fish that it would. It would I don't know. It it had to be. It'd be a big it, fish. It was a big fish. I would say it was probably 18, 15 to 18 Jeez. pounds. Good, good summer. Yeah. And it held there for weeks. And I would try for it. it we were coming down from this old road. You know, yeah, it wasn't the road, yeah. wasn't where it, it is now. It was oh, up okay. here. Oh, right. It was way up high in the mountain. Huh. And I would go down so there. Not too many people were fishing. No. This area through here was never fish. Oh, no kidding. Never, I, I, I was, I'd fish it, but nobody else was crazy enough to drop open, sure, run down the bank like I did. <laughs> but yeah, that I can still. Ah, so you had this fish that was in there all summer, all summer, and I, it, he would come after the fly a lot of times, then fall back in on, and he right, it was right at Bogus Creek, and I, why he stayed there that long, yeah. I never could understand it, hmm. but he was there for oh, a good month, six weeks. No kidding. Stayed that exact same spot, and it was a big fish. And finally, I can still see it. Made that cast across there, and the fly come across in front of me, and here he came. Nailed it. He took it. And I hit him so hard, I popped him off. Oh, no way. Uh-huh. It just. Oh, boom. Roy. You mean you had it? Did you feel oh, him? Oh, just for a second. Wow. I really well, hit him. What, what did that feel like? I felt like an ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I can still. Well, they got away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can still feel it. Still see that happening. There you go. Gosh, that's one of those things. I've 
I mean, I've had that happen too before yeah. where you, you don't well, ever forget about it sometimes. Yeah. No, you won't. <laughs> I, I can still visualize it. I can, I can see myself fishing for that fish time after time, you know, watching it. He'll come out and then he'll go back and yeah. come out and go back. Oh, several weeks like that. And he held that same spot. Yeah. And finally I hooked him. And that was the last time I saw him. Wow. That was it. That was he, it. He, he felt the, got upstream. Yeah, that, that, that moved him. That, that he, got he didn't him going. like that spot wow. anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we've done a pretty good job here. Um, you know, as far as uh, kind of some of the questions I had, do you have anything else that uh, maybe you want to, uh, we didn't touch on here? Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just like say it's a blessing that she put up with me. Yeah. So, so how many years has it been that you guys? 75. 75? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And what is, um, you know, for people out there, what, what, is there a secret, any tip you want to give people? To, that, yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to put up with her. Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> no, it, it, you have to be, uh, I'm blessed. You just, you just, I'm blessed. I'll put it down. You love yeah. each other and you just want you to bet. make things work. Right? Yeah. yeah. It hasn't always been easy, but. Oh no, it wasn't always easy. Like, yeah. You know, when we, when he, when he had that uh, effect from the war, you know that yeah. was that was a hard one. Right. Through. Yep. The, at the time when we lost our daughter, actually probably brought us closer together mm. than did anything. Right. Really. Yeah. You know, you guys are uh, inspiration for me, mm-hmm. and not only you know fishing and where you guys live, and but yeah, you you guys seventy five years is so that's it's, pretty it's amazing. Say it, it, not it's not. Been, it hasn't been difficult at all. Yeah. No, really, basically, it hasn't. It's been a beautiful life. Huh. It, it was, when we moved up here on the hill, I think we had a, a little... Um, I didn't, but you did. Well, okay, we had a little bit of having to adjustment. To adjust. Yeah. Adjustment. Just being away from so everything. Different. From the end, yeah. 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 And I was, still, I was still busy, see, really doing that, trying to... Do think build all the houses? And oh, right. Things. And one of the neighbors said, you know, because we, I don't know, I guess I spoke crossly to you somewhere. One yeah. of the neighbors said to me, she said, you know, we should be, we should speak nicely to our, our spouse. And I thought, gee whiz, what do I sound like? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well yeah. she, she'd been an angel. Yeah, huh. so I don't know. She, she's been things, an angel. So. Yeah, that's good but stuff. Here we still are. So. Yeah. And you were, I was just thinking, uh, 94? 95. 95. He's 95. 95. Just going on 96. Wow. Yeah. And what, so is there any uh, any secrets there of, of how you <laughs> keep going? Yeah. Well, the best thing I can say is. Take a nap every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I was going to ask you about that because when I called the other day. Yeah. You mentioned that he was out in the car taking a nap, yeah. and I love that because, like, maybe that's the secret. Well, we got back Have from a good town. Sexual and, life. Oh, there you go. All right, all right. <laughs> we got back from town, and he was tired, yeah. and he yeah just sat there and took a nap. And I... that's perfect. Oh, I love taking naps. That's, yeah, that's have a, a have a have a wife that chases you all over the place. Eh? Okay, yeah. that's what she is. Yeah. All right, good stuff. So, uh, so the next uh, six to twelve months, anything new going on? You guys are going to be. Just hanging out here, and he. What are we gonna do? Oh, come. Oh, the kids will come first. 
for yeah. Alaska yeah. for a month. Oh, they're in Alaska? Yeah. yeah. Frankie, oh, our, Frankie our the, the, oh, wow. the fishing kid. But, okay. But yeah, actually, a, he doesn't fish so much anymore. Yeah, huh. he, he ran the... Uh, he ran the emergency rooms in the big hospital there in Anchorage for oh. years. Oh, wow. Years, yeah, years. He, he, uh, he was a, he's an MD. Oh, okay. He graduated from Oregon State. Ah. And then Oregon OHSU. Science Center. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OHSU. OHSU, yeah. Yeah. He was a graduate of there. So wow. He, he and his wife and their one adopted daughter come down. Spend about a month with us. Oh, cool! And he is, he is one of the gotcha. Okay, so that's coming up here. Yeah. He has been just he is a superb fisherman. Is he? So he comes down when he yeah. gets here in October. He's going to be fishing. Well, well maybe, maybe, maybe. and not he as much as he used much. to. Yeah. He, yeah. he has MS. Well, that oh, makes a little Oh, oh, yeah. But he's doing. He's really doing. Pretty he's doing well pretty darn well. You I wouldn't know it. I just heard somebody talking about the uh, MS. I, I'm not sure what you know where he's at and stuff but i heard about these hyperbolic chambers have you ever heard of that you guys probably haven't it's they no. got the, there's some new stuff he's yeah. maybe he's heard oh, of it he'll, he'll be on it yeah he'll yeah. be on it but he'll there's this there it. there's these actual i heard this one person who's had yeah had ms for uh, whatever it was 20 years yeah, and 20 he's years. yeah and he's managed to basically keep it controlled using this well he he uh was uh he, he was 50 when he when he was diagnosed with, okay. with it. Well, he'd had it longer and he's than that. 70 yeah. now. And he's 70, okay. He'd had yeah. it before that. We just gotcha. didn't realize what was going wow. on. Wow. Yeah, he's 70. So he's, and it's amazing. He's, well, let's see, my dad is almost 80. <laughs> so my dad's kind of in between, okay. in, in between there. But um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, that's one of the things I always, you know, with him, I remember about 15 years ago when he kind of slowed down and I, mm-hmm. I became the one that was fishing more. But he's still out there. He still likes yeah. to, you know, he doesn't get out as much, but Frankie, Frankie, is, I mean, when he fishes, he's good. Yeah, he, he's Frankie, a good fisher. He is a Still superb. Is. He's a superb caster. Yeah, he really is. When he was younger, there wasn't anybody any better. Well, and Dennis, me. our other son, he, 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 he well, he never wanted to compete. He, no, he didn't. No, he, you know, he, he didn't he, want to compete. He, yeah. he did actually guide a few people. Yeah. So Dennis is your younger? He was younger. Yeah, he lives in Glide. Oh, Glide, and okay. Our daughter, mm-hmm. the, our other daughter lives in Glide. Oh, so. okay. So right down the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's nice. Oh, good deal. Yeah, we're very blessed to have him that close. Yeah. Frankie, I say, he still lives in Alaska. Uh-huh. And Then uh, you have, have some grandkids? Well, yeah, they we've got grandkids, and now we've got great grandkids. You got great grandkids, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we've got five great grandkids at this point. You can track them, I don't. <laughs> They're all from Frankie's side of the family because yeah. it's Brianna and it's Christian that have yeah. had kids. Is so uh, who's teaching who's teaching them to fish? Nobody. Nobody. Frank, you'll be here. Yeah. What is this? Well, Frank, you'll be hearing about it. I think that Brian likes to fish, Reezy's husband, but I don't think no, they he doesn't fish do much. much of it. Huh? He yeah. just doesn't do much. So they, live your... in, they live in Colorado, okay. which has some good oh, places to have go. Good fishing, yeah. yeah. It's but, interesting, I think. So that's so three boys or two boys? We have two boys. Two boys, two boys. okay, yeah. We had two, two boys, boys and two and girls. Dog, and gotcha. We had two girls. Okay, we lost, yeah. lost one. I see, yeah. Yeah, I was just again making the comparison. I have uh, three older brothers. And, um, when I was doing that interview with my dad, we were talking about my brother has a son who doesn't really fish much. Mm-hmm. And it, I didn't really think about it, but it surprised me because I just assumed that everybody fished. Well, Frankie, I mean, Dennis did. 
Well, yeah. Dennis doesn't now. No, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And he, but he, he, he kind of He never liked to compete he, with Frank. Yeah. That was it. Yep. Well, he, he just wasn't, wasn't going to compete with Frank. He wasn't going to compete. Frankie right. was, he was, Frankie, Frankie was, was one good. that everybody loved, you know. Right. Everybody wanted to take fishing and go, sure. and go out fishing yep. with him. Yeah. And Dennis did, just didn't want to compete with that. Yeah. Well, and, and Frankie, uh, you know, it's really, Dennis kind of, you know, he was the other kid, really. Yeah. Frankie was the, he was your baby when when you got back from the war and yeah what, and, mm-hmm. and he and he loved anything you did my gosh he'd follow you around <laughs> anywhere and Dennis just didn't want to compete with that no that was too bad yeah. in a way well in a way but Dennis he had is his a, own life Dennis yeah. is yeah he's he's doing a good job he's a good life. son. He's he a good, he he's is a great uh, right now. He's Dennis is sixty five. Mm-hmm. Just turned sixty six, and I still haven't gotten his birthday card. September the third. And let's see. He's he, he's dry, still driving ambulance for Bay, Bay, Bay City, City Ambulance. Uh huh. EMT. Oh wow. And, he, and, and wow. he's a, an EMT for Glide. So you got a couple of kids that are into the yeah, medical. medical. What, yeah. Why do you think that? I don't know, but huh. Dennis is really, really, uh, really good at that uh-huh. EMT, all that business. He's really right. good at That's got to be a tough job yeah. too. Oh, it around. is. It is. He's called it all times, oh, yeah. day and night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, like I say, Frankie was was a graduated uh, Oregon Health Science yeah. Center. You know. Yeah. Yep. Which is one Dennis, of the leaders. Dennis and, graduated from from uh, uh, Oregon State in. Yeah. In uh, whatever it was, geology, geology. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and he he was up and finding things for. He uh, was all over Alaska. Alaska, yeah. yeah. He was he worked up in Alaska. Placid Oil Company. Oh, I see. Yeah. But he was basically in on Hard Rock. He, he was, was in charge yeah. of the Hard, hard Rock Mineral Exploration for for uh, they were doing Placid that. Oil Company oh, in Alaska. Oh, gotcha. but, but they found out that the Hard, hard Rock Mineral thing wasn't going to amount to much up there, so they oh. he ended up. Getting into the building, he, he he just got a job there as a construction in construction in, in Alaska. That and then he got married to Jan, and they got married in this house. Yeah. Oh no, kidding! Frankie got yeah. married in this wow. house. Yeah, yeah. This is a cool house. This is. Did you build this house? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so you built this? Yeah. That's that's why it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. It's log. It's a log cabin. Every every notch. I, I, no kidding. I How long did it take you to build this? Still working. Well, we, <laughs> we, we never did finished all the trim or anything. Yeah. but we just didn't yeah. care. So sure. So that's the way that it's, went. It's a rough house. So what the heck? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's been standing for how many years now? Well, it was, we finished it and we moved seventy five. We didn't move in until Denny and Jack got married into this part of the house. No the apartment up over the. Oh, there is. Oh, okay. Right through that door. Gotcha. And, oh, and that, we lived in that until we got this part. Because we got a job uh, with a National Park Service up in Alaska, in the Bush, Alaska. And so we were there, going there in the summers instead of doing finishing up building here. Uh-huh. So things, everything kind of slowed down. And what got us going again was when Danny and Jan were going to get married. And, Oh, gotcha. Here, so then oh. we got with it to get. Oh, so you actually built it up and finished it, and yeah, yeah, still not finished. We had <laughs> we had it all pretty much ready to move into, except for the kitchen, and we had yeah. to get the kitchen done. So. Wow, 
Yeah. So oh, what a perfect spot. Yeah. We've had it. We had the, that one for Dennis Black. He, he, he had How many weddings we had? Three. Three. three and has that pond, how long has the pond been out there? Well, we, we finished that. You finished that when you, were, uh, when you were coming back from Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, so we that was 80. 80? 1980. So if I grab my trout flies, I might have a chance to catch one back there. Ah, and they're babies. They're our babies. They wind up in the pond. <laughs> so nobody fishes for them, unless it says. Oh, well, well, we, we let kids, kids little kids oh, yeah. fish. Oh, cool. Little, little cool. That's awesome. There's some, some probably going eight pounds. And we have people out there cast, you know, oh, yeah, casting pond. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, I guess you got the, the river only yeah. stones, almost a stone's throw down. Well, it feels I, like. I own both sides of the river. Yeah, right here. Yeah. There's a little piece of oh, really? land on the oh, other yeah. side of the river that's part of this. No kidding. Thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which so I own the river here. Ah. Well, I, I don't think that it'll hold up in court, right? <laughs> well, I could tr keep them from going along the side. Well, there you go. And well, you have to put a sign up. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, no, no, no fishing, no trespassing. There you go. There you go. Well, if you have a sign, I can put it up when I'm yeah, down there tonight. Yeah. But hopefully, uh, I might not catch a fish tonight, but I'm definitely going to have a good time. I'm yeah. going to find some new water. So you're going to stay? Yeah, I think I'm going to camp. I, I think that little camp up above is perfect. There's a... Oh, uh, Creek? Uh, no, no, I was up above. Oh, island camp? Yeah. Yeah, the island. Oh, island yeah. camp. That's a nice neat little camp. Yeah. Except you do have some noise there. That's the one that writes right there. But I, I see Yeah, it but Williams soundly. Creek, you don't get that noise. Oh, at Williams. Williams we'll, Creek is, is not allowed even people to stay in there anymore. Yes, oh, they changed that? No. No, it's still... It's still, it's still uh, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see Honey, that I one. I bet you can. Huh? You can camp, you can camp well, in there. Well, don't tell anybody, but but because I, I they've got a sign in yeah. there. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. I saw. Well, that it one. was after the the '09 fire that they did that. So it's been a while. Hmm. It's I been a long time. I bet you can camp in there. Well, I they've never gone in there and cleaned it out. I bet you can camp I don't, there. But yeah. Well, well the Susan Creek. That's like the uh, Susan Creek people. is so Yeah, that's busy. a yeah. It's crazy, and that's uh, your RV thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the reason that for that is that there's rest there's the showers. showers yeah that's the yeah. thing yeah. the wives want the showers exactly yeah that's yeah. too much for me i'm more of a yeah the camp i, I like the unimproved the, camp the guy stuff. that runs the one right up here bogus creek and he's a he's a peach he's oh, really right. nice. oh, cool. yeah. but one just on the other side of the mott bridge here yeah not mott bridge but the, the right creek bridge go up there and a couple of neat little oh you go across you go across the bridge and yeah. go back up there there's a there's and a campsite. Well, Roy. Uh huh. Oh, no there's nobody yeah. in there. It'd, oh, wow. It would be nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty easy. I just uh -huh. I'll probably fish till dark and then sleep and get up in the morning before it ever, hopefully I'm gonna try to get up before the light so I can maybe get a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be busy tomorrow at all. You gonna sign our guest book. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I yeah, let me uh, you know. Just thank you guys for having me over. Well, gosh, gosh. I appreciate it. After you, you sign the book, you're officially part of us. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. So this is a. Uh, so this is kind of everybody who stops by gets to sign, huh? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, we had a bunch of uh, retired military guys up here last Sunday. Uh huh. Had quite a party out of that one. No kidding. They 
they were all PTSD. Oh, wow. Recovering. Yeah. Have you guys heard of the others that uh, fly fishing group? Um, Oh, there's a group that they, that's who they work, uh, work with. I'm drawing a blank. Serenity. Yeah. No, it's. um, Well, no, that's, that's just local. Uh, We have a friend that when he uh, came home from, from um, Germany, this, what was that, three years ago? Uh, Anyway, they, that's what he's been doing ever since. And his wife is helping him to put together a deal working with uh, PTSD guys, mm-hmm. uh, fly fishing with with PTSD guys. Yeah. And, uh, he works really hard at it. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the, it's a big, but I'm going to be interviewing them next month. Um, but basically what they do is they take people that have been to war mm-hmm. with all the PTSD and they, some of them never fly fish in their life, but they teach them how to fly fish uh-huh. and give them everything they need and uh-huh. teach them how to tie flies. Uh-huh. And a lot of them say it changes Russ their is life. Doing that yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah he's, he's What's that? Rusty Leninger? Uh, no, no, I haven't heard no, of There's some other people doing it. Or, uh, bend or, or, no, this is this is a national organization. It's a oh, very, okay. uh, you, if I yeah. said it, you would know. I'm just drawing a blank on the yeah. name. I'll, I'll put a link in the in the notes for this. But yeah, they just do great stuff. They basically yeah. take people out. Well, Rusty's mm-hmm. working with the VA locally here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. So he has five tying uh, tying shops. Uh huh. Periods that are with the VA. Yeah. Two guys yep. that are interested. In and he brings them up here and let me work with them. Uh huh. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they'll they'll bring up a. It, 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 every people. so often they'll get some that are yeah. are kind of staying. In at the VA, gotcha. For a I'll, I'll bet of you it's the same group. Yeah. I'll bet yeah. it's connected yeah. to that group because that's uh, yeah, yeah. They bring them up in a bus. Yeah, so that's exactly okay. Wow. Yeah. So you're still doing all sorts of stuff. I mean, that's a. So again, it gets back to that thing. You guys have uh, some amazing energy here. You're not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> no, uh, we we do we do okay. Yeah. Are you still driving? You still I can, I'm not kidding. Still gets yeah. to I can still back. outcast most people. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Most people work too hard at it. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Uh, most, most, well, most people. Yeah. Because every hard. once in a while you get a woman up there and she picks it up right oh, off yeah. the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Casting shouldn't be that much work. It is. It should just it be, is. if let you do it rod, right, let the rod do it. Let the rod do the work. Yeah. yeah. And timing and, and, and the rod act. So there you go. If you want to find all the show notes, all the links, uh, and everything else we covered, this is going to direct back to uh, our older episode as well, wetflyswing.com slash 300, 300. We're passing it. We actually, um, this is quite a milestone because uh, 300 obviously is a lot of episodes, a lot of work, and I really wanted to find something special uh, for you. Um, Hope it felt good. I hope that was a uh, was worth the listen. I have listened. I haven't listened to that one since we recorded it back in 2018, and still hit me hard a number of things along the way there. I think you could probably get that feel. It was just a really cool episode. Uh, I want to thank you today for listening all the way in till the end. Here, drop me an email if you want to do something for the Moore family, and I'll do my best to put something special together to contribute and celebrate this amazing life of Frank Moore. Don't be a stranger. Say hi on social or drop me an email. Real easy to do. Dave at wetflyswing.com. Let me know you're listening. It helps to keep me going strong. Let me know if you have an episode you want to hear about. 
social media, wet fly swing anywhere out there and just say, send a DM, say thanks and, uh, and let me know what you want to hear, what, what you want me to dig into. Okay. I'm going to let you get out of here. I'm uh, that was definitely a good one for me to uh, connect back with and, uh, and just amazing life. I mean, geez, uh, flying planes, flying planes around the world, or sorry, flying planes around the country, following the conservation stuff to make sure um, his own plane. I mean, talk about that, right? That's pretty, pretty cool. I think every step along the way and, and we didn't even hit on it at all. So I'll put some links out in the show notes, wetflyswing.com slash 300 to some of the things we talked about. There's a couple of the movies there um, and which are really amazing and I'll get those going and, uh, and we'll just leave it there. Thanks again. And I look forward to catching you on the water or online. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com.